Hey, you're now loaded up for Think Rank with David Barry, the think tank for thinking rank. If it's on your mind, it's probably on his mind. So join rank. We're all in this one together. Now here's your host, the reality of rank, the bull god himself, David Barry. We're fixing to bring on our guest, which is Mr. Cody Hart. Cody was the uh, PBR World Champion bull rider and uh, an, an outstanding, outstanding season he had, an outstanding person he is. Really enjoyed talking to him. We, we was on, he was on a couple of weeks ago with me, and so we uh, wanted to bring him back because time-wise, I tried to just kind of not go too, too long, long. And uh, so we, I cut, like even with Matt Austin, I had him on twice because there's just so much to say, you know. And so I cut it into two different podcasts. And so last week, so Cody, are you there? Always oh, a little bit of technical difficulties here out of the mansion, but it'll all come together. But anyway, as we try to get Cody uh, on uh, live on here uh, with us. But um, so anyway, you know what? I, I really just, I pull off of energy off these guys like Matt Austin outstanding man outstanding bull rider the stories they tell should light up your life as a bull rider or or an entrepreneur whatever it is because what they tell you is what it takes to win what it took for them to win and and that's that's where i'm fixing to go with cody uh once we get him on here with me uh where where we can hear him is that um just give him a shout just give him a call on phone or something you know what i'm saying go old school you know what i'm saying is that you know what's it take to win you know it's awesome to 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 visit with a winner a world champion it's awesome to to watch them and hear you know hear hear that story that journey but i want to know what did you have to do to to win what did you have to do uh growing up to 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 arrive where you're at and so as we as we do this and that's what think ranks about is how do we we got to our mind is is something that is 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 going to either hold us back or propel us forward, right? And so my Think Rank podcast is 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 geared for that. And and so I as I bring Cody on or or a Matt Austin on or, or in the future other other people on, it's it's so that we can feed our brain that positive energy and 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 that and and that we can do this too. You know what I'm saying? One of the things I, 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 I was like today for me was, um, the word impossible. And, and, and the word impossible is a negative word, right? And so if, if you, if, to me, it was like, I should take that, print it off, and then mark an X through it. You know what I'm saying? Put the word impossible in front of me, but put an X on it, over it. And so that I've had this, uh, so because the, nothing is impossible. There's nothing in this world that's impossible. There's, there, we can achieve everything we want, but in order to do that, we have to, we have to do more than the other people are doing. We have to learn how to think rank. We have to learn from our mistakes. We have, we're going to have our setbacks. I talked about it last week. It's not your time right now. And when it is your time, but when, how does it become my time? It's because you get, you're ready for it now. And you have to, you have to learn from everything that you, you do. You never fail. You just, 
you don't win right now, right? And so we have to learn how to adjust to that. And and a lot of it's in our in our mindset and then our mechanics of whatever we're doing. Even if you're an entrepreneur, I make mistakes being an entrepreneur, and uh, I have to learn from that, or I'm going to get the same result. I don't want the same result because the same result it costs my mo- it costs me money. You guys that are riding bulls, same way. You're gonna, you gotta learn from your mistakes, or you're gonna repeat it and it becomes a habit, becomes a bad habit, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're, you're, you're trying like hell to break the habit. It's easier on the front end to, to, to have it cornered, basically, having your ability cornered, having what you're doing right cornered, and then, and because what's gonna, what happens is, as we ride bulls or as we as we move through the day we are going to make some mistakes but what happens there is that we don't recognize the mistakes we celebrate the the successes and we we kind of forget about our mistakes i believe that we do celebrate our 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 wins but we at the same time we we can't forget about what did we do wrong too what do i need to work on too so that that don't become a bad habit so anyway they're telling me that cody's on um I have Cody's picture on one phone, and I have Cody's voice on another phone. That's awesome. Facebook could take lessons from us, I think. I really do think that. But anyway, um, we're going to start off this way and see if it works. And if not, then we'll just go with it voice only. Okay. Cody, can you hear me? Cody, are you there? I got you. All right, man. Listen. One of the things I wanted, I want to thank you for coming back on with me with the Think Rank podcast with me. I know, uh, like I was, I was talking to everybody a minute ago, it's, it's hard sometimes t- to fit everything in in one trip, you know. And so to have you back where we can finish, or not even finish, but l- get more information from you. The podcast that we did earlier was a, was a hit. People loved it. But I, I left at the end of the, I mean, I'm, I'm on a time frame to some extent, and I just felt like there's way, way more that needs to be said. And so, uh, that's why I wanted to invite you back and, and go from there. But anyway, but Cody, what, what, tell me what, tell me, I mean, just now that you're not a professional bull rider, now that you're a, a regular civilian, uh, what do you, what, what's up, man? Just, uh, just, just working, and uh, I've got two. I've got three boys riding bulls right now and, uh, you know, just helping them and help, help them chase the dream. You know, at, at some point in my career there, I realized that I was a little past my prime and it was time for me to, to be a dad. And, and instead of them following me chasing my dreams, I figured it's my turn to, to follow them and help them chase theirs. Okay. Okay. Cody, how old was you when you won the, when you won the gold buckle? You know, David, that's been so long ago. Uh, <laughs> that was in 99, and I'm 44 now, so you could probably do the math. I think I was 21. 21. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't be. He's a pop. I said I was 20, 21, somewhere in there. No doubt. No doubt. So let me ask you this, though. Because so you was 21. Um, you won the world. What, 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 what did Cody Hart do to win the world? I mean, what, what did you know? what I'm saying. I mean, and not, that's not a trick question, but that's and it, maybe it's a loaded question. I don't know. I'm not trying to, but I mean, you know, what I'm saying. What did you do besides just grow up craving bucking bulls? Was that a goal? I mean, is that what you wanted? And how bad did you want it? What What did you do for that? You know, you know, my dad. My dad rode bulls. Of course, we we talked a little bit. We touched on that a little bit on the last podcast. But my dad rode bulls. Of course, everybody knows JW. 
uh, he rode bulls. And so when you grow up in a bull riding family, you just kind of you just kind of you become a bull rider, you know. Yeah. And at, at some point there, it re- I realized that I was I, I liked it, I loved it, I loved the challenge, and I was pretty good at it. And it gave me a chance to instead of going out and get a nine to five job or an eight to five job, something like that, and have to work for a living and grind it out. I I felt it was better for me to go around it. I love bull riding so much. What was better than to, to travel the country with your buddies and get on ranked up in bulls and, and, and have a shot at, at being somebody. I gotcha. And and that that's what I did and it, I mean, there's no actually no better life than, than what I lived. I, I, I thank bull riding, I thank the P V R mainly for for all that they brought to me and give me and, and, and give me a shot at going after. Right. So when when you when you turned, I mean, how old how old was you when you started in the PBR? In the PBR, to be honest, I was I was getting on. I was going to PBR events when I was sixteen, seventeen in there. Okay. Uh, I didn't turn eighteen till I was uh, till ninety six, and. I, so I, they would let me go at the time. They would let me go to their event and win their money, but they wouldn't let it count towards the finals. Okay. Because I wasn't 18 due to right. insurance reasons and, you know, the, the political BS and stuff. So I got you. I kind of had uh, the learning curve under the radar. Yeah. And when I turned 18, man, I turned 18 in April of uh 96 and six months i made the finals in 40 second place you know uh-huh. and that was again back then i mean you had uh ted news Chuck Peterman, jim sharp tom murray Chris no stronger yeah uh it, you know aaron Seaman, you know you name it they were there and, yes and to be able to make to be in that crowd yes Bubba Dunn, yes Curry, i mean the list goes on and on. All your heroes that you ever talked about or read about or heard cool stories about, that's who I was riding with back then. Mm-hmm. And there was no better, cooler time than then, I, I don't think. And I don't think there ever will be. Yeah. Cody, um hate to interrupt a second. They said we're getting a little bit of feedback on your end. I know we're high tech and everything, but uh, is the sound completely off on one phone or... I'm I'm working on. I, I think I got it off. Okay. Uh, I could turn it completely off, and then you just we just go straight audio. How'd that be? We can do that too. That's what we did last time. Um, That's probably going to be the better deal. That, How about that? That's that better. Um. So, but Cody, we, we, I guess kind of where where you know my question with you would be is like being a world champion. Was that was that something that you, you obviously you, you dreamed of as a kid? You dreamed, and but there really there really wasn't a PBR. I mean, there was it was the it was young. The PBR was pretty young still, but but she was very very young. And and but here now you're riding against all these badasses. Everybody that I mean anybody that could ride bucking bulls, you was riding against them. And what was that like? I mean, what did that feel to you like? I mean, was you intimidated by him, or was you like, I, I'm going to beat your ass, or how was that, man? You know, you could, I mean, it, it, it's really hard to say because when I first started going, it was, I knew who they were. I knew they were great. I looked up to them. I watched them on the NFR, you know, in the 80s with, you know, 
with, you know, going to NFR in, in Oklahoma City. And, and back then, you know, that was our big deal. We didn't live but 70 miles from Oklahoma City and or 100 miles, 120 miles, I guess, okay. from Oklahoma City. And that's where the NFR was. And, yeah. you know, we, we'd go up there. That was our big deal every year to go to the NFR. And, you know, I was a little bitty. And, and uh, you know, I'd watch them there. And then, of course, they moved to Vegas, and I watched them. And then so when I got to going – it was a little intimidating, probably for the first few. Okay. But I, at that time, I'd already been on so many. I mean, because by the time I started riding against them guys, I mean, I, of course, I rode with them a little bit. You know, with Billy, you know, they go to Billy Bob's and, and the B Bar J rodeo in Fort Worth, and then so when I was thirteen, I'd go to Billy Bob and enter the bull riding down there. Oh yeah. And ride against them guys, you know. Right. I've had a little competition with them, you know, and been around there and rubbed elbows with them, hung my rope next to theirs, you know, bumped <laughs> uh, some tape off of them or something, you no know. No doubt. And, you know, and, 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 and shot the bull in the locker room with the guys. So it, it, was, it wasn't that bad. But, you know, I mean, by the time I was 15 years old, I mean, I was already going to BRO events. I was going up and down the road. Uh, I mean, when I was 15 years old, I got on Bodacious in Wichita, Kansas. You know, and that, that, that's unheard of for some, some uh, somebody 15 years old to get on the best bull in the desert, the baddest bull in the desert. Right, time. right. And, you know, they wasn't going to let me on him, and they wound up. That's a, that's a story we might get into later. But, okay. Uh, you know, I got on him, and, you know, and, and, and I, give, I give it my best. But it was just due to confidence. I'd, had, I'd already, you know, I'd already fought the best, been against the best. But, you know, the thing about it is, is, it's not against who you're riding against. It does not matter if you're riding against Godzilla himself. Right. You've got to ride your bull. Right. You take care of your business, you ride your bull, and you put them two judges out there to work. Yes. Make them use the lead and them Yeah, and, and, and there's and, less lead. I mean, I, and unfortunately, it seemed like in today's world... Uh, there's less uh, pencil lead being used um, in today's world because the, the more judges are writing zeros than they are scores. It seems like. Well, I can I can sum that up pretty quick. Let me tell lay it on me. The virus is there's a virus going around in bull riding right now, and it, it, it and it, it's from the the beginner level all the way up to the professional level to to the top guys. They they swing their free on they that they. they I do not understand why they got to swing their free on. Okay. And, and then there's that. Then there's always that virus, that lookout virus. Yes. Look I at did the not ground. Grow up in yeah. An age where it was okay to look out. No doubt. It was it, it was frowned upon, and I promise you, ninety five percent of the bull riders going down the road right now. And I know I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers. That's okay. But I got your back. About from the top three all the way down, and I and I'm not going to say that the top two don't do it. Yeah, it's just very rare. Right but from the third place down in the world, I'm going to say 95 percent of them look out and get off. When they get in the bind, they don't fight for that second chance. They don't hustle. Right. They don't. You know, they, they don't fight for that last. You know, you you got to fight like you're the third monkey on the dang ark, and it's starting to rain, buddy. I mean, you yes. got to get it on there until yes. tomorrow. Yes. And you know, and, and of course, in the age that I grew up in, there wasn't no. First round, second round, third, and then you got a short round average type deal. It yeah. was, you got to make the whistle tonight to get a check. Right. You know, yes. it, it, it's either do or die tonight. And I think the, 
I think the draft has a lot to do with the way the riders are riding so poorly now. And I think the aggregate is they always they think, well, I can get them back tomorrow. Okay. And there's so many bull riders out there right now. There's, I mean, in, in the state of Oklahoma, there probably isn't realistically probably what, I don't know, it helped me out on here, probably 250 bull riders. Uh, oh, can, oh, yeah. They can possibly go win money. And I may be overshooting or under. Okay, I, I, I see where you're at, yes. But on the weekend, there's probably 100, 120 rodeos and bull riding that they can go to. Yeah. Now, you spread them 500, spread them 250 out. guys over yeah. them many rodeos, you're not going to get there. Well, everybody, I mean, everybody has a bull riding association, and if somebody gets, if somebody gets their feathers ruffled, they go start another association, and all you're doing is just spreading it all out, you know, spreading it thin. But, um, well, let me get back to this. Um, so when, when you talk about, um, grit and determination, guys looking off, guys looking in, wanting to win, the money that's, that these guys are riding for, and you're talking about the PBR level looking off. What, what do you, what do you, the money's there. The, the, the incentive is there to look in. Why would you look out? Is that, is that, what, what would cause that? I don't know, but I can tell you, I can, I can tell you the Americans do it more than, than the Brazilians do. Yeah. The Brazilians come over here with a hunger, a drive. They're, they're, you know, they're coming from, you know, living in the streets and in in poverty over there, and they come over here and they just see dollar signs and they go after them. They, they're making a killing over here off of Americans. Yes, Americans think well, they they live over here in the land of the free and home of the brave, and everything's great, and wonderful, and there's always a bull riding tomorrow. Right, and Cody. I guess they look out thinking, hey, I can, uh, I can, as long as I'm healthy, I can get on tomorrow. Right. Do you think? But, do you think? So and 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 again, going back to you, when when you grew up, you getting on bodacious, and you're 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, did, was you? Uh, you never batted an eye at that. I'm assuming. I mean, just knowing you, knowing what I know of you, you didn't bat an eye at that. Yeah. There was probably people around I was you. Actually, actually, me and a buddy that very morning was in in a deer stand hunting because I was on the alternate list at BRO. And I had, uh, was an alternate at Denton the week before, and then guys had turned out in Wichita Falls, or Wichita, Kansas, and it was, you know, Jay Dayton come got me out of the deer stand and said, hey man, your bags are packed, we're ready to go, Gary Richards, old catfish, he, him and his wife coming through, gonna pick us up, and we're going to Wichita, Kansas, you're going. I'm like, I'm deer hunting, man, leave me alone. <laughs> And uh, so he got me out of the deer stand, and he goes, "No, they get in. Let's go." So we got in. I got in with full blown camouflage and, and everything, and away we went. And uh, did you have did you have there. like camo makeup on or anything? Or no, no, I was in, I was in a box one, but <laughs> 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 and uh, but uh, so we get up there, and I've got a little bull of uh, Sammy's that come from DNA nine ten. You, probably, you might remember him. He was the older spotted banana horn bull that lifted up. I think I was 81 or 82. Okay. My, and you know, the, you know, the BRO, you're, you, you know, the, the new guys, they had to get on one and then they had to make it to the, he had been the top five to get into the second round. So I get into the second round and I've got a, another bull of family called, uh, Shazam or something like that. Some big 
orange semitol bull that wrecked and killed everybody old enough to die in Denton the week before. Right. Yeah. And they was all scared, you know, hey, what the heck, you know. Yeah. And here I am, I'm 15 years old, lied to them and told them I was 17, fixing to turn 18, <laughs> and I was actually 15, and just to go to them deals. Yes. And uh, I get on Shazam, and I'm like 78 or 79, make the short round. And we're, we're sitting around there waiting for the short round. And I'd heard of Bodacious before, but I, you know, I'd never really seen, I mean, I'd seen some videos of him, knew he was big, strong, and you yeah. know, he was kind of the top bull, but it, I mean, it didn't matter to me, it a bull was a bull to me, and they wasn't going to let me get on it. Now, and who's they? Who's they? They called JW, Shaw Sullivan, and, and, uh, them guys called J.W. back in the office and said, hey, we can't let Cody get on. And they go, what do you mean? And he goes, you know, he's got bodacious. We can't let him get on him. He's not even 18. And he goes, why not? And they go, do you think he can ride him? And he goes, well, he can probably ride him just as well as anybody else in the whole house. Yeah. Anybody here? Yeah. He's just a chance anybody else. (laughs) And and they said, uh, and I don't know, this didn't really make a whole lot of sense. They said, and this is right about the time the vet started coming out. Okay. And uh, they said, well, if he get, we'll let him get on, but he's got to wear a vest. Huh. Well, how many times do you know Bo Dashes hit somebody in the chest? Yeah, Normally no. Yeah, right yeah, you, you didn't, yeah, you didn't need no vest. You know, so he should have had me wear a helmet. Yeah. But, so I borrowed Tony Stoddard's vest, and I get on him, and, you know, I ride, I ride him about two jumps, and he, he stumbles, luckily, Thank goodness he stumbles down in the front end and goes, you know, and then I, I lose my rope and go over his head. No rewrite, you know, no big deal. But, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I slid up there like he was any other book. Right. I mean, I, I, you know, I went down there and got a hold of him like I did some pump rope and steer. Yeah. You know, no doubt. it didn't matter. I, yeah. I, I, and I teach my boys that it does not matter what you get on or where you get on. It's the baddest bull you've ever been on in your life. You're getting on him for a million dollars every single time. You have to have that mentality. Yes. You cannot ever go in there thinking that, oh, this is just a roping steer, or this is just a duck spinner, or this is bodacious. Right. You have to take every one of them like they're the baddest cat in the business, and you've got a million dollars on them. You, have, you need to put that stress on yourself. So that way, when it does actually come that time when you get into that situation it's just like any other day right it's business as usual cody growing up to that to to have that mentality that thought mentality even at 15 how did you arrive there how did you get there and it had to been just practicing getting on practice bulls i mean how did you arrive with that confidence at 15 that you could ride bodacious where did that come from how did you get there my my dad, you know, I mean, my dad was a hard man. He was he was hard, and if you fell off, he was not afraid to tell you that you fell off like a fat schoolgirl. That you needed to do this and that you needed to do that, and you know that that constructive criticism. And nowadays, you can't tell a kid that now. You can't you can't if you tell them they rode like a fat schoolgirl, you probably have a lawsuit flung on you and never talk to you again. Right. But back then, that was normal, you know, and I, getting on that, and then, you know, of course, me and J.W., we always, it was always a competition. Of course, he was three years older than me, so he's getting on bigger bulls. Okay. And 
So it was always a comp. There was it seemed like there was always a competition in the house, whether he'll admit it or not, which I'm sure he probably would. There was a competition in the house. Who I, could do better? I can understand that. Yes. It yeah. Just, it just drove you to be better, and it just made you hunger because I mean, I mean, and I know the religious folks around here probably frown on this, but. Yeah, there was a saying in the household that whoever rode better that weekend was God for that week, which meant you had to get mom and dad. Whoever didn't win, whoever wasn't God in the house, had to do the laundry, make mom and dad's glass of iced tea, you know, feed the, feed the bulls, feed the horses. Pay the you know, electric you had bill. had chores to do. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it, was, it made for a pretty good competition. You yes. Know? And then, of course, there was, of course, there was intervals there that, we didn't travel together. We didn't go together. And, you know, it, but when we traveled together, there was that competition. Yes. And it, it just drove you to be better. And of course, you know, with my dad, you know, he was, he was a pretty salty bull rider back in the day from what I'm told. I don't know. Um, but he did, he did teach me a hell of a lot about bull riding. Right. He taught me the basics and the basics will ride any bull alive. It does not matter. Right. No, no doubt, no doubt. Everything's front to back, and and and, and as you was talking about your your free arm, your, um, you know, I think everybody in the industry uh, that does any kind of schools coaching or teaching or whatever will agree that uh, your uh, your free arm is uh, can get get out of hand. Uh, but everything can we say in the, that a little louder for the people in the back that yeah, don't it's not yeah, listening. No, no doubt. Know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that yes. is by far the worst. I see more guys, and, and a lot of the look-offs yes. that I see guys looking off. Yeah, yeah. It's because their free arm put them in that position to have that option to rather either stick it out or get out and right. save yourself five another day. And, 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 and so, so with that, Cody, let, let me ask you this, and, and, and I already know the answer, so it is a loaded question, but let me, <laughs> but you're going to answer it right. So, so yeah, I have a free arm problem. How do I fix that? You got to go to the practice. A free arm pen. problem? Mm-hmm. You cut out there, my bad. No, 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 no. I, I, I talked over the top of you. So I have a free arm problem and it, it gets wild on me. How do I fix that? Slow it down. How do I slow it slow down? Slow it down. How do I slow it down? If, if you're getting on big bulls, say 20, 21 point bulls, get on 17 pointers. There we go. Slow it down. No doubt. And that's that's right. Get on bulls. Slow everything slow it down. down to yes. where you can correct your motions, yes. get back in rhythm, create that muscle memory Yes. where it's an automatic reaction. Yes. Where you're not over swinging. You're not. You know, swinging for the fence and this and that all the time. Yeah. And something I see a lot, you know, and I answer your question, but I'm going to go in a little bit further. Something I see a lot today is guys swinging their arm, but there's no lower body movement in conjunction Th- that goes with, with their that. upper body. No doubt. Yeah. It's they're like, clamped yeah. down with their legs and they're just swinging yeah. away up top with their free arm. That's right. Well, if you don't cut loose with your feet, yeah. You're just. Yeah. Excuse me, but you're pissing in the wind. Yeah, and and you're not and, getting nowhere. Yeah, and 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 you you've did got it when you swing and yeah, you know, when you swing and make a move, you've got to cut loose with that foot and shuffle them feet so your lower body. Because yeah, I teach all yes. my kids, everybody, eat my boys, and everybody alike. This is what I teach them, and I make them repeat it back to me, and I can get any one of my boys on the phone right now, and they'll tell you. I say, what's it take to ride bulls? 
They said your free arm controls your upper body. Yeah. Your upper body controls your lower body. Your lower body is weight distribution, and weight distribution is how you ride bulls. There you go. And and so moving your feet is like pedaling that base that, that 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 bicycle, but it's bull riding, not bull hanging on, as 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 I tell them. You know what I'm saying? And and mm-hmm. so with with you, when you was when and when when you won the world and you you cut loose on one and your foot's above your ear, um, was it was it that bull was just that easy or was you just that? I'm gonna beat your ass. I wanted to dominate him. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have that killer instinct mm. that you that you you want to, you I love it, Cody. I, I love that. People and stuff will get mad, but I love I that. To hurt that bull. I wanted to not only just make the whistle, but I wanted to dominate him. I wanted to beat him. I wanted to show him who was boss. I yes. wanted him to know that I was on his back. That's that right. Somebody was there and manhandling <laughs> him. Frank. I wanted to take. I took That's right, right there. I, I love it. I did not wait for them to do something, and then re- I reacted. I was, in 99 and, and, and through my whole career, my main goal, everything was dialed in so good that I would remind myself on the back of the shoot that I would just run it through my head, stay down and be quick, stay down and be quick, stay down and be quick. That's all I beat in my head. <laughs> everything after that was just strictly reaction. If yes. I could stay down and be quick, they couldn't get they couldn't get away from me, and yes. I was fast enough to catch them. Yes, and I wanted to be fast enough when they made a move that I would move and be waiting on their next move. Going, where are you going next? Where are you going? Hmm, that didn't work. What are you going to do? Let's go. Where are you going? Down. Oh, you going over here? Let's go over here. Okay, I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. Where are you going now? There it is. You know, I wanted winner, to be winner. fast. Yeah, I love it. Speedy Gonzalez on top of them, but I wanted to be aggressive. Yes, I wanted. To, I wanted unfortunately, and it's probably going to sound bad, but I wanted to inflict pain. I, I love know it. That I no doubt. And I no way in hell did I ever hurt a bull. But yeah. I wanted to, you know. You know, I, I mean, I, I study this stuff. I study, uh, I mean, I study more, I, I study it all. But, I mean, I, I think rank, it's a mindset. I study everything. But uh, And I got a couple of places I want to go here. But uh, one of them is when you was, when you was zoned in like that, when you was exactly how you were just telling me you were just reliving some shit. I mean, you was on a bull just now. Just, you know what I'm saying? I know that. But was it so not easy, but it was, was you just so subconscious? So, so, um, in, yeah, I mean, you were just a part of that motherfucker that, that it was just happening because as soon as you wake up, I know, I know on them big rank fuckers and fast ones and really fast some bitches, when I come to, like, I got you road, it was at seven and a half and all of a sudden I don't have him road because I woke up. Right. Is that, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you think you're gone. Yes. What, well, so, gone. so, so where, where was you at on all them motherfuckers you just beat down? Where was you at that whole fucking time? Keep your head in the fight. Don't ever look up. You keep your head in the fight. You keep your head down. You keep grinding and keep gritting. And you, I don't give a shit if you think you heard the whistle. You wait till the bullfighter comes in there and tell you to get off. Yes, yes. The fight ain't over. Yes. You keep scratching and clawing and yes. going, and you don't weaken. But if yes. you weaken or ever weaken, and, and, and I've been guilty of it, too. I've been tapped off, and I mean... Give one a digging, and I'm thinking, man, I could sit up here and eat a cheeseburger. Yes. And the next thing I know, 
Yeah. I'm picking dirt clods out of my ear going, yes. what happened? Oh, yes. Seven, eight, seven, nine. Yes. You got you raised up, got your chin up. Yes. And, and bucked you off. Yes. You've got to stay down. Stay focused. And you've yes. got to ride for 10 seconds, not yes. 8 seconds. I, yes, yes. Because if you fight for 10 and you barely make it, yeah. it's still 8 seconds. They're still going to, the judges but have got to do, got to work. Yeah. You wind up at 7 and it's a fucking goose egg. It doesn't matter if you rode him one jump or. Yeah, no doubt. And it's 13 jumps. And an average bull, I don't know if you know this or not. I've studied it enough, did enough studying. It is 13 jumps in the average bull that he takes. 13 jumps in 8 seconds. Cody, let me ask I'm you this, because I don't know that, but let me ask you this. Is that is that with um, Promised Land? Is that with Bodacious? Is that what, what is that an, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Is that... Your average number is going to be 13. When you, you cross, look okay. at I see what bulls, you're saying. Yep, yep. Some of them may be 14, some of them may be 11, some uh-huh. of them may be 12, some of them may be 15. Yep. But your average, your average bull... Your average twenty-one point bull, twenty-one to twenty-two point bull, right. is going to make thirteen jumps in eight seconds. How about that? That's good information right there. That's breaking it. That's that's breaking it down and simplifying so, it. Yes. So when it, I teach my kids, yes. and I taught my kids this, and any kids that come to get on bulls for me, it's a it's basically a school for them. And because I, I help, I love helping bull riders. Yeah. I love helping anybody. Yeah. Is it's like baseball. How do you score runs in baseball? You got to get across home plate, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you score me thirteen runs, and you get an eight second. You you, you make get a score. Okay. Take that. You got to get to that front end. That front end is home base. Right. You get there thirteen times, and you get a score. Yeah. Yeah. The faster they are, the faster you got to get there. The faster you got to hustle. I love kids it. on calves. They don't know how to go to the front. I said, "Well, you ever had a bicycle?" Well, yeah. Okay. What did you do when you wanted to go really, really fast? Other than pedal fast. Yeah. You leaned forward. Yeah. Well, you had to you get over, forward. even, you even riding, no hard doubt. You pedal like crazy. Yeah. Well, no doubt. You, you had to get over front of your toes. You get over them handlebars yeah. and you ride like crazy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, and that's a that's a that's an that's outstanding example and affirmation for me in my mind is is you got to move up over them toes to make that pedal work to make that bicycle work, and you have to move up over. You know what I'm saying? And that's awesome. I love that. On that bicycle, you can't sit on your butt and go fast. That's right. It don't happen. You have to stand up on your yep. feet. So when you stand up and you're pedaling and you're up over that front end, you have no weight on your butt. There's nothing on your pockets. You're yes. not sitting on your pockets. No doubt. You're up there and you're driving that front. Yep, absolutely. I love it. What? All right. So, so tell me, what bull did you draw in your whole in your whole career? And it could have been a calf, but what bull um, uh, intimidated you the most? Like, not intimidated you the most. That you was like, I got to have my shit together here. And there was several in my career. There was Hammer and Rampage, and you know, because they come with this big tag on their head, and I got on both of them. I didn't ride neither one of them, but I got on. <laughs> uh, you know, but and, and, you know, and the thing about it, this is funny. And this goes to your mindset, thinking yes. rank. Yes, is you know, them bulls they have a personality, and trust me, they're. Legend or whatever it is, I can't think of the word. They it precedes them. Their reputation, uh huh. It'll precede them. Yes. And he's out. I thought Hammer, man, he's out. 
knock somebody's head off, rampage. Oh man, got them devil horns up and down. He and I've seen, I, you know, I've seen both of them hit guys. You know, yeah. so they're a little intimidating. So that then would be the probably the most intimidating bulls of, of my time. I mean, well, bodacious, and then uh-huh. you know, I'd say Hammer and Rampage were, you know. Right there with them, but, Cody. Tell, uh, tell me, tell me this. Tell, tell, tell me this. When when you walked up to the to the to the draw sheet, and uh, you see your name, and you go across there, and you see what's across from your name, and you see one of their names. What? What? How did Cody handle that? What did Cody do? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? How did you handle that? Game on. Game on. Now we got us a game. Now he got us a game. Yeah, yeah. The pressure's on. I've done run my mouth. I'm caught. Pressure, now I've pre- got to back it up. Yes. Kind of like the story with reindeer dipping. I've done run yes. my mouth in the, in the locker room saying that I could ride him and I was going to do this. And, you know, he's not going to beat me around the corner, which he did not beat me around the corner. I think I beat him by, you know, at least a second or two. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's time to back up, you know. It, it, it's time to back up what you say. No and, doubt. And it brings that level of intensity, the adrenaline, everything to the top. And yes. you're at your peak. Yes. And that's, you know, and maybe that's why a lot of people thought I was cocky or mouthy or arrogant. And, and it wasn't that. It was me, I guess, somewhat socking myself up. You know, I was calling my shot like Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know, he had confidence. Babe yeah. Ruth exudes of confidence. Yes. And when he called that shot, he knew he was going to hit it. Yeah. He wasn't just taking a shot in the dark. He called his shot, and he hit it, yeah. and he made it. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I called my shot. I tried to call my shot as much as I could, and I failed more than I succeeded. Cody, of everything but you've said so far. as much yes. if I hadn't failed. Listen, what you just said, calling your shot in bull riding, that is about as powerful as I've heard anything ever. Um that's pretty fucking rank, man. I mean, not pretty rank. That's real fucking rank. That you're calling your shot. Matter, brother. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Why does that not? Why does that live in you? Or why did that live in you? And it doesn't live in some of the bull riders in today. I think we grew up. We just grew up in a different era, man. Because I'm sure that I'm sure some guys. You know, a lot of the guys out there riding bulls right now, they love the sport as much as I do. But yes with a different time and a different era and I, I don't know. I, Is it I really tough love? I, I mean, give, would you call it I, tough love? I really love? wish I could give them give them what I had to try the effort to no look out and no quit because if you show me a video of me looking out and right. getting off yeah. before the whistle yeah. with a chance of me making it, uh, I'd be, I'd be willing to pay a little money for that video because I, I don't know that there's any out there. I'm not saying that I didn't screw up and I, I didn't Cody, out at times. Now, now everybody's scrolling. Many, yeah, everybody's googling, googling Cody Hart looking for that ride. <laughs> well, I tell you this: it took me about five minutes to find Ty Murray. Yes. I was my worst critic. 
Yes. I beat myself yes. up. I walked out of that out gate and yes. I was, I mean, yeah. it looked like Tyson whooping up on you, somebody yeah. big time because yeah. I was beating myself up inside. I called myself every name on his yeah. book yeah. and it just made me feel so small. I didn't want, I, I never wanted to ever do that again. No doubt. So you, you just call on the gynecologist why, for Monday for, to check up really your ovaries. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, man. No doubt. So, so, uh, so, yes. And, 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 and it's a, it's a major question, but, or not a major question to you, but, so, in today's world, all these bulls are bred to buck. They're ranked, they're fast, I mean, they're just, it, 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 I mean, they're bred to buck. And every year, they're just, there's more people getting into the industry, just the, the buck and bull part of it. And, but the bull rider, we're, I mean, I can see where he could have, and I, I'm not going to take up for the, for the lack of, you know, for your ovaries fucking flaring up. I ain't going to take up for that guy. But, but at the same time, you was able to build your confidence somewhere. And, and, and these guys, where do they get a chance to build that confidence at, um, to, to not, you know, act like that? I'm going to tell you, I, I'm going to say go to, you know, call David Barry or call myself at, or, or find somebody good that's got some jumping kickers, uh, you know, something like that. Somebody, somebody that cares about bull riders because yeah. right now, in the world that we live in right now, if somebody's got a backyard, they've got two bucking bulls standing in it and they think they're yeah. Chad Burger. They yeah. think they're the best. Yes. And when they take them to a practice pen, they don't know nothing about bull riding. They just want an out. Yes. And they just, they don't care about the bull riders. Well, yeah. I need an out on my bull because I'm taking him somewhere right. next week for some big yeah. money. I just need an out. Yes. Well, that they, they're killing some of the bull riders. And, and, and I can go a step further and go, you know, Chad Berger or, and I love Chad Berger. Me and Chad's very good friend. And I, and I'm not even sure if he don't do this already. I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm sure he would be game to go. Uh, you know, a lot of the stock contractors, uh, they could have a handful of jumping kickers for guys to get started. Come get on. Yep. Get on. You know, if you can feed a, a $250,000, $300,000 bucking bull. Yeah. Or have a $100,000 worth of bucking bulls. Yeah. Why shouldn't you have five to six? Jumping kickers for guys to practice on no to doubt. get better. No doubt. To help that side of the sport. I've always you kind know, of wondered that myself. And I've got to throw this out there right now. And I don't, you know, East Scrubs with Scrubs, Cooper and Scrubs Bucking Bulls is doing an exceptional deal. That right down there in Thrall, Texas, they've got, uh, he did a deal. He got up some two year He's got all his two year olds. He's, uh, he's enticing all these young kids to come get on his bulls, them two year olds. And get on them, practice. They've all been through. They've all been bucked. They're nothing bad, nothing rank. He just needs to get them out. And he's working to get sponsorships for the top kids that come down there and get on for him. Yeah. That's something that I think every stock contractor in the business should be doing. Right. right. If you're a big guy, get out to help the bull riding side. I mean, trust me, if, if, if I could get Troy done to, you know, you know, well, let's cross over Mike Lee's mom or something and let's make some bull riders. I mean, yeah. we've got to do something for the bull riders. Right. Here, you know, yeah. and there's not nobody out there really trying to help the bull riders. Right. Don't that that that, that could be, yeah, yeah, no doubt, yeah, because the, the bull riding they they have and 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 I hate I hate this word, but they have these deals they advertise rider friendly. You know what I'm saying? Does will the PBR will they ever have a rider friendly event? You think? Well, 
Will they advertise that? I pray not. And honestly, to be honest, that's what their Velocity Tour or Challenger Tour is. Their Challenger Tour, they do the the bulletin deals. Yeah. And they count the rider scores. So when you count the rider scores, it's pretty much rider friendly because the stock contractors want the riders to make, to ride the bull. The longer the rider rides the bull, the bigger the score. Right. They get. Yeah. So they're, they're, the challenger tours are really, I mean, technically rider friendly. Right. And it's horrible. I, I don't like it. I remember going to Jackson, Mississippi. Barry Williams had a turn pro down there and Bodacious and Red Wolf were in the long round. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's how much times have changed. But, but, I mean, but, I guess yes. when they quit smoking, when, when everybody quit smoking Marlboro Reds and started vaping the strawberry douche, I mean, that's, maybe that's when we lost our, <laughs> lost our nutsack. I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> yes. But, Cody, so, you know, they're going to do that as long as the fans allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? When the fans quit showing up, then they're going to have to change it. But as long as the fans are showing up and they're buying into the sponsorships, then then they're going to continue to do it. But the one of the things I follow the fight world quite a bit. I'm, I'm a boxing fan. I'm a I'm a, 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 a fight fan. A, a, a MMA a bare knuckle now, and uh, yeah. they don't have a um, rider friendly uh, fight. They don't have no they don't have fight for friendly no you know what i'm saying i mean and so and and then it go and i want to go back i want to touch that as i just said because when you're when you're talking about being a badass when you got that confidence and you're fucking generating that shit that's no different than conor mcgregor fucking telling he's fixing to kick your ass you know what i'm saying I mean, that's confidence. Maybe he's trying to psych himself up, but either way, he knows he can back it up or he's going to damn sure fucking put out that effort. He's going to put on a show. He's going to put on a show. Why do people buy tickets? Why do people buy tickets to the boxing match anyway? I mean, I went to the Holyfield Moore fight and it did not disappoint. But everybody buys tickets to go to to the fight to see the blood. They don't. They don't go to a fight to see them hugging and dance around and go ten rounds. They 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 go to a fight to see a fight. They they go to a fight to see a fight. No, yeah. Right now, as of right now, the top level, the highest level, is the best bull riders in the world yeah. against the best bulls in the world. Yeah. Not yeah. if it changes, then then I, I'm going to change and not be a fan as much. But yeah, right now, I mean. But on the lower levels, I think I think the reason why they're doing the rider friendly deal is try to get more bull riders involved, get them get them in there and get them a taste of being in the PBR and and making money and, and feel like they're a part of something to where they try more. And that's that's crazy that you've got to do no things doubt. like that to to make bull riders try. I, I, I never back in no doubt. Day, it was crazy. That that's not in their business model when they started. I promise you, they've had to add that in there. You know, no, neither was the draft. Yes, yes. I think the draft has, has talk hurt to, bull riding Cody, immensely. talk to talk to me about that because you mentioned that earlier. Get, talk to me a little more about that. The draft yes, has sir. hurt bull riding so much because now everything. I can tell you this. I'll put it this way: my two younger boys can ride bulls better away from their hand than they can into their hand. Okay. They're 12 and 15 years old. Okay. I got videos to prove it and back it up. Now, 
anybody, I, honestly, in my opinion, any dumbass can ride, a half-assed bull rider can ride one into his hand. Right. But it takes a real skilled guy to ride one away from his hand. And that's what the, what the draft has done is made everybody one-dimensional. Okay. When they go into that draft, what do they pick? They pick bulls that go into their hand. Okay. Yeah, maybe they'd be 90, 89 or 90. Right. But if what happens when they're 15th and they don't get a pick and they're left with one going away from their hand? Yes. Oh, my God. It just throws them out of the ranch. Okay. Or, God forbid, they go somewhere where they got a draw and they draw one that goes away from their hand. Okay. Yes. That's horrible. Right. It's, you know, you're, for, you're letting them pick what they want to get on instead of learn to ride them all. Because in my day... You had to learn to ride the left spinners, the right spinners, and the straightaway power bulls, and then the and then the ones you'd win first in the barrel racing on. Cody, you had to learn Co- to ride them all. No doubt, it didn't so, matter. Yeah, so so is so it's not about the bull rider no more. It's it's about the TV audience. It's about the sponsorships. It, you know what I'm saying? Which which is huge. I mean, in order to pay the money, you've got to have a crowd and you got to have your sponsors. But it's but, well, I was still in the PBR when the draft first started. And the concept behind the whole thing was is that you would get JB to pick Bushwhacker okay. or Asteroid or, you know, you get the top guys to pick the top bulls instead right. of having to worry about the draft. Right. Well, it's kind of backfired on them. Yeah. The Silvanos and, and some of them other guys that are in it just for the money and not the pride or the recognition, they go in there and they pick bulls that they know they can ride, that go into their hand, that they can be 88 to 90 on yep. and possibly win first right other than going in there and picking Bushwhacker and having a shot to win first and, and making you know setting records or doing whatever and, yep. and you know they don't do that they go for the let's, let's, I'd rather win second than take a shot at winning first and yes let's. So, so I think it's you know, trying to eat. Yeah, it's crazy. trying to eat itself a little bit. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it backfired on. Yes, no doubt. So, all right. So, if we're going to go there, let's go here. Maybe. Um, what about the team deal? Just another. I, I mean, I, I like. I mean, I love bull riding in whatever form it may be in. I love bull riding. I love seeing a guy get on a, bu- a bucking bull and try, you know, try to ride him. I, I, so whatever format, I, when I watch the team deal, I try to cut the format out. I, I, I try not to even pay attention to the format because it's kind of hard to keep up with it when you've got eight teams going and you, yeah. you know back to back. Yeah, I don't know the score. It's not like football where I can turn on the NFL ticket on Sunday and I can see who's winning, who's doing this, and right. the record. And this, I, I don't see that at the PBR. There's not. It, I just well, I, I like watching guys ride bulls, and I think they're catering to the bull riders because the coaches can pick what bulls the riders get on, or who who gets on, who gets on what, and so they're trying to cater to it to help better the telecast. It's like the draft. It's just, putting, yeah, yeah, it's a super. Yeah, yeah. I like the draft. Just like you're, the draft. You, know, you yeah. butter in your biscuits there a little bit yeah. instead of just throwing them in the oven and yeah. seeing what happens. Yeah, and, and so and 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 I'm I, I don't know I mean but a team concept there uh, in any other team concept there's a quarterback there's a running back there's a white uh, receiver a lineman yeah, and, they're and, trying they're trying to sell the first gunner and the last gunner you know as your you know like you you they're trying to decide you know like the first guy out or the last guy you know. 
that's either going to be your best guy, your anchor man, or you know, you know, trying, they're trying to break it down into strategies. And I think I really think they're drawing at straws there, just trying to get ratings and, and things like that. When it's just really, I, I don't know what happened to TNN and Don Gay and Dan Miller and Pam Minnick and. You know, it, it's two rounds yeah. against the best fucking bulls in the world with the best, best bull riders in the top no fifteen. Go shoot, go around and shoot it out. That, that, no There's doubt. nothing wrong with that concept. I, yeah. I'm all over social media, and, and everybody loves that concept. I, I, I can so I can tell you right why now. Why reinvent the wheel? You know what yeah. I mean. I can tell you right now, and I've been in the ticket selling business. Um, on a high end, I mean a, a real high end ticket selling business, and I can tell you right now. If I, I put out there, I'm going to, this guy, Cody Hart's going to be there and Cody Hart's getting on Bodacious and, and Tuff's going to be there and Tuff's getting on this bull and I'm going to mm-hmm. sell more tickets than the PBR mm-hmm. selling their little team thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell more tickets because people want to see man versus beast. People want to see, and everybody talks Marky about, matchups. yes, party, people, yeah, exactly. So, so, and the PBR has that ability. They have the money. They have the sponsorships. Why not? Why not go that direction, and instead of going yeah. away from it? Because that's they, how it was founded. It was the best guys against the best bulls. Way, but they, do they still have it, or did, it, did, it, did they do the team deal to bring in corporate sponsors for extra money? No, no, no doubt. I, I, again, I, I'm not going to vote either way. But, who knows? Yeah, you know, because yeah. I love the PBR, but yeah. I, I know, understand that. PBR yeah. made me who I am, but yeah. I still, you know, kind of wonder because once you've got a good concept, you've got a good, a good event. You have, you have the concept to sell millions, you know, millions of tickets, and it's been proven. Why well, reinvent the wheel? Well, UFC. I mean, the guy becomes a millionaire, the president. Yeah. Dana White. D- Dana White. Because, you know why he does every day? He matches this guy against this guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not like, well, we're successful, but we need to. Well, that's not much different than the teams when the coach picks this rider against that bull. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying, but I just don't see the under the concept of the fact that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't either. I don't. There's. Yeah. I, I, I'm not buying into the hype behind the team deal, and I and I think it would be a great deal if it works out. Hey, I've been wrong. Hey, you know, whoever's I, making, whoever's in the shat fucking business is is kicking their ass because they all wear the same fucking costume. Sterling you know, Lamb, you know what I'm saying? So my that, son's waiting on Sterling Lamb to finish up the team shaps. There you go. Right now, yeah, to get his shaps done. Sterling's got to get. The team shaft's done before he goes to Briar shaft. And uh, Sterling, he's been making shafts for fucking ever. <laughs> I've, got, ever. I've got three pairs of Sterling Lamb shafts hanging on my wall right now. Oh my so, god! That's, that's you know, I mean Sterling. Sterling's a bad cat, and that's why Sterling is making yeah. the PBR shaft. No doubt. That's, no that's doubt. Who they go to? The yeah. best of the best go to the best. So you Cody, know? let me ask you this: we're going we're going into this with. Um, I think everybody that's listened understands what we're talking about or what you're talking about. What I'm 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 agreeing with is that it, it's it's a man sport. It, it's not it's not a it's not for everybody. It, it's it's something that when when you're in a bind, you're not in a bind. You know what do you, what are you willing to do? You know how bad do you really want to ride this? Well, it's not about the money. It's about conquering this son of a bitch for eight fucking seconds that you dominated him, that you rode him, letting him know that. 
You know what I'm saying? Why? Why are we? Why are we in this in this space uh, that that the guys that are getting on bulls don't feel that way anymore? And and I I love the mini bull concept. You know, if you're walking trot kind of guy or kid, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a walking trot guy. I don't really care for walking. Well, I like it, to see the little kids get on the bulls, but I like yes. you know, I, it's, I'm it's the same the as sheep riding because. Many bulls buck like big bulls. They're up, down, got yes. shoulders, broad shoulders. Yes. It's a lot better than I do the steers. Yes. But, you know, my dad told me one time, he said, son, he said, when you're ever in a bind, when you're, when you're on a bull and you're in a bind and you don't think you're going to make the whistle, throw iron, what's going to happen? Try again. Yeah. You're going to buck off. Okay. Yeah. You was going to buck off anyway. Throw iron. Maybe yeah. you catch a hole. Maybe yeah. you, who knows? Yes. Throw caution to the wind. Throw yes. iron. Start spurring. Yes. When in doubt, spurring. Yes. Maybe yes. you catch up and get back, but that's your last ditch effort. Right. I do not see that in the PBR or in beginner, you know, from Any anywhere in the PBR. I do not see that last ditch effort, that second, third, effort to get to the whistle. I don't yeah. see it. I see them checking out and saving their self. Yeah. And they can all say, you know, well, the bulls are better now. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. I don't believe it. They're just more of There's them. There's more of them. There's that's more it. of them good bulls now. That's There's it. more of them. Yeah. But yeah. there was just as good of bulls back then no as doubt. there are now. Absolutely. Not as many. That's right. And, and, and that's due yeah. to the breeding programs and things, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, the bull riders need to step it up and get real with their game. They need to control their free arm, start moving that lower body, start hustling, trying, and, and stop the quitting. they got to decide whether they want to be a bull rider or not. You know what I'm saying? And, and define bull rider in today's world. You know? Um, that, that, again... I'd be afraid, I would actually be afraid to answer that question. <laughs> it's not Cody Hart. You know what I'm saying? It would not be. I, I guarantee you, it would not It's not your brother J.W. Fight. Hart. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's neither one of the Hart boys. You know what I mean? But but how do you, they've got to decide this. But it's hard to decide that when you got people putting on these rider-friendly events. I've been to those. I've entered bull team deals in them, and I still ain't want a fucking dime. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because I can't get nobody to fucking stay on long enough. No, you can't. And my, my no, bulls are fine. But then it turns into a money deal because your big guys that's got the good bulls, they pay the good riders to come get on. There it is. There it is. You know, you couldn't, you can't, I mean, I, I yeah. I, I've had plenty yeah. of bull team deals, and, and I've had to go through the whole yeah. lot of trying to find bull riders and, and, and do the old baseball deal, righty versus lefty, lefty versus, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And trying to get guys, to make, and, I've, and I've had a little success doing it, but. And that's know, okay because. Like and, and, Mason, you know, yep. or the how planes. Yes. You know, they, them guys right there, they've got it clocked. And, yeah. but they've got a stable of riders too. Well, you know, Danny Mason's I, yeah. got a stable of riders down there that he keeps on payroll that whenever he puts one, he goes up bull riding. And I love Danny Mason. Danny Mason's a friend of mine. But, and if I had the money, I would do the same thing. No doubt. You know? Who, who's on the mound today? Who's pitching today? You know what I'm saying? That's how you exactly. set your lineup. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. Yeah. But but the the fact of it is though, whoever's going up to bat's got to fucking swing. The bull riders. But if the somebody's... bull riders were, if the bull riders were they now as they were of the late '80s through the '90s, yeah, possibly into the early 2000s, right? You wouldn't. 
have to pay nobody to come get on your bulls. Yeah. You'd be knocking them away, knocking good bull rider. You, I mean, you'd have yeah. a pick of the litter of the greatest bull riders in the world that yeah. would try and not get off and not look out and get out. No doubt. No doubt. You know? No There's doubt. too many prima donnas out there that yeah. want to wear their hat on the, on the weekend. There's too many weekend warriors that want to be bull riders on the weekend but don't want to do what it takes to be the best through the week. Because the best bull riders in the world are not the ones that show up Friday and Saturday at the right. bull riding. Right. They're the ones that are they're, they're in the gym Monday, Tuesday, yes. Wednesday, and in the practice pens all them same days, yes. grinding it out, working it out, working out their issues, honing their skills, yes. yep. getting it right. And if you can't ride what's in the down, and, and this is another thing I tell every bull rider, and I'm talking from the third-ranked bull rider in the world all the way down to the rider that's going to get on his first one tomorrow. Yep. Do not go into a damn bull ride until you can go to the practice pen and ride everything they got there. Yep. And I'm not talking about going to, to Chad Burgers or Hal Payne's or Larry Risen's or... No, you're, you're right. Producers, yeah. you know, I'm going to go to your go to your local practice. Go, pen. go to go see David Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Until you can ride everything they got in that practice pen. Right. Don't go in or don't waste your money. Don't buy. Don't even buy your damn car. Well, that's what I, I tell them. Yeah, no Get doubt, it, Cody. Right? No doubt, man. I tell them all the time until you can make my steers look stupid. I ain't moving you up. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. It don't make sense. But 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 on the flip side of that. Sometimes you do have to move up a little bit, but just not a whole lot. You've got to challenge yourself. You can't just live off of sucking the tit. You know what I'm saying? You've got to move away from the tit, wean off of that, and try something more. Try something different. Try to eat solid food. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, because my boys, I've, I've took and, and, and you know I started them at calves and with mini bulls yeah. and steers and yeah. you know back to bigger mini bulls. And as they move up and as they start to dominate what they're getting on. I will run something in there that's just a little bit more above their above their level, yes. and I'll test them. Yes, I will throw a test out there, and if they pass that test, then I know hey, another some gets down there for sale, and I'm going to buy some more. Of this stuff. <laughs> that's and right. We're gonna, we're, and we're going to go through this one. Yes. Once they start dominating them, then yes. I'm going to move them up. We're keep, them. No doubt. Them others, gonna, we're going to keep moving them up. No doubt. When you man. think Rocker, you know, you know Rocker Steiner, you know oh, the yeah. Steiners. Yeah, yeah. What do you think they did? How come you never seen Rocker Steiner going to you know the high school fire, going to the amateur yeah. rodeos, and doing all yeah. that? You never seen him. Yeah. He stayed in the practice pen at his house. Yeah. And his dad, you know, of course, his dad and his grandpa, they had enough money to get good enough horses, and they yep. had a big enough name. they get good guys down there to teach him, train yep. him, and all this. Yep. But he stayed in, the basics of it is he stayed in the practice pen, stayed on the right type of animal to yes. help move him along. Build yes. confidence. Confidence creates everything. Confidence David creates everything. David didn't Goliath for, you know, dumb luck. Yeah, he had he had confidence. Yeah, he knew he was good, and he knew he had God on his side. He believed in the Lord, and with them two things right there, confidence and the good Lord, then you're unbeatable. You can't you can't lose. <laughs> you no, can't you can't lose. lose. Yeah, and when you do, you go beat them tomorrow. Exactly. exactly. There's an old saying. There's an old saying out there. It says, "You do your best today, you will do better tomorrow." I love it. I love it, Cody. And looking out is not doing your best today. No, it's not. No, it's not. 
and 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 show me a bull rider that hasn't ever looked out. They all have. We all have. I've done it. I've done it. That's about like the knot story. You show me a bull rider that says he ain't got a knot, I'll show you a lot. <laughs> but I can guarantee I love you it. everybody has looked out. No at doubt. Everybody's had that old weak moment and checked out. It happens. Man, Cody, that that is so awesome right there. I mean, because Lane told me one time, he said, Dave, he said, um, We've all looked out at one time or another. You know what I'm saying? It just happens, you know? But it don't happen twice. It's how you it's how you react to how you rebound from that. You know? Exactly. You don't let that You cannot have success without failure. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot. You have to fail to appreciate success. Well you have well, you you learn. You gotta learn. You gotta you don't learn from winning, you learn from failing. You know what I'm saying? By making mistakes, you know? But look here, at, yeah. I, and I, I don't know. I don't know if I touched on this with the other podcast or not. Maybe it was one of our previous conversations. But you go and you you get on get on Slade Long's Pro Bull stats, and I want you to start looking at riding percentages. Okay. You look at riding percentages. The one through five. Totally agree with where you're going with this. One through five will have. Somewhere between a fifty to sixty percent, actually, forty to sixty percent riding average. So, out of a hundred bulls they get on, they buck off, you know, forty to sixty of them. Okay, you're gonna fail more than you succeed. Yes, and then you go from six through fifteen or six through yeah six through fifteen, you're looking at a twenty to thirty percent riding average. Yes. So they're fucking off 80 bulls yes. out of 100. Yes. <clears throat> I love that, Cody. Thank you. in the top 15 in the world. Yeah. Thank you. So you're going to fail more than you succeed. So I tell you, fail, yes, no doubt. That is, what What does fail stand for? F-A-I-L. It, hang on. Paul, is that right? Hang on, Cody. Is is, is, is that how it's spelled? F A. What What? What do you say? Trust me. I was really, I was pretty good. What's it stand for, Cody? <laughs> First attempt in learning. Oh, <laughs> where'd you where'd you, listen? You're 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 that and a statistician. Forty percent, ten percent. I love it though. Listen, it's 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 pure. It's straight fucking forward. It's exactly I'm exactly not all right. Happy, buddy, I promise you. <laughs> I love. I tell the boys when they come to the coach practice, are you keeping track of your riding percentage? And everybody looks at me like I got two fucking heads, you know, which most people do anyway. But it's just like, like, are you not keeping track of yourself? What the fuck's going on? You know what I'm saying? Bulls away from your hand. Bulls into your hand. How many are you fucking riding? How many are you bucking off? You know what I'm saying? Keep track of your fucking self. Be in charge. But Don't go counting streaks, though. No doubt, that no. That can be depressing. Yes, okay, yes. Okay, I'm on a, I ain't rode one in ten bulls. You know, you don't do that. You just know, you know, know that you're going to fail more than you succeed. I love it. You know, it, it, The it, truth. It, 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 it's a given fact. You're going to buck off more than you make the whistle, but you make the whistle more than anybody else, and you're going to win a million dollars. That's what Jim Sharp says. I mean, ride them all. Pretty damn good about it. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Razor, razor's pretty damn good at it. I mean, <laughs> even though he disappeared, funny story here, he disappeared for the tenth round. He had rode nine of nine, 
and nobody could find him. Pretty sure he got fined for the for missing the you know the the introduction you know the right. grand entry, right. and they couldn't find him. So everybody went and his buddies went and put his rope on his bull and everything. Bulls were loaded. Here comes Razor <laughs> down there about two bulls before him. Got a hot dog and a coke in his hand. He's finishing his hot dog when he climbs on his bull and rides ten for ten. And first one ride ten for ten, then that far. There it is. Yeah. There it is. You and, know, yeah. I mean, and and then with that, I mean that's that's an, that's outstanding. But how many NFRs consecutive uh, did he ride? You know what I'm saying? I 27. mean, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven consecutive NFR bucking bulls. Mm-hmm. You rode how many? I rode twenty-eight in a row. <laughs> Cody Hart. <laughs> I mean, in 99, in 99... Did, I mean, was, did you eat a hot dog, too, Cody, on that last one? Was you, know, you? I, I, I love hot dogs. I'm glad now. I love hot dogs. What are you talking about? But, you know, the record, I was the youngest man to ever cross the $100,000 mark. That's been broken. Um, you know, I was 16. I had 16 90-point rides in 99. I rode 28 in a row. Uh, at, at one time, I had the most event wins in a single season, which was six. Um, I mean, there's records out there. I mean, records went on and on. But yeah, yeah. You had to, you gotta want it, man. That's that, that's my message. Is you gotta want right. it. You gotta, yeah. you gotta eat it, sleep it, dream it, love it, want it, and get up the next day and do the same damn thing. There it is. Hey, there, not, there's no, there's a, Cody. There's no magic fucking dust. You're the world fucking no, champion bull rider. There's no fucking magic dust. You're telling, you're a blueprint to fucking how to win. All they got to do is go listen to you. I don't, I don't care if you're Tom Murray. Tom Murray had to work for all his titles. Charles Heenan had to work for all his titles. Yeah. I mean, everybody that's ever been somebody has had to work for it. Yes. It was not given to them. No. Nothing ever in bull riding and rodeo, that's why I love rodeo, is nothing is ever given to you. That's it, right. You've got to go out and earn it. You've got to put in the blood, sweat, and tears to get out there and get it. Every done. fucking snap, every fucking pitch, every fucking it's really jump. It's simple to be the best. Yeah. It's really simple. You got to want it. You just got to go get it. And really want it. It's out there for the taking. Lane yes. said that. Yes. He said it's easy. You just got to yeah. go get it. No doubt. He told me that in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio. Now, all right. So, all right. Let me. Let me. Is it San Antonio or San Antonio? San Antonio. I call it San Antonio. <laughs> Somebody calls it San Antonio. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I know nothing about politically correct. So. All right. So, anyways, Lane, Lane. <laughs> we yeah, all know so Lane, what, had so. lost, Lane had lost his wallet. Oh hell! <laughs> and we was down there for the BFI. They had a they had a big steer riding or junior bull riding down there at San Antonio at the pro rodeo. And so we was down there. Me, my mom, dad, JW, and my little sister. We was all down there. Uh, me and JW was riding in the in the junior bull riding down there during during pro rodeo. BFI dumpsters or whatever sponsored it, and we'd seen we'd met Lane down there. Of course, we'd already met him at the school and and through uh, Connie uh, huh. Wyatt, maybe is that right? Connie Wyatt, yeah, Lucas, uh, Jake is Jake. Oh yeah, 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 Miss Connie, yeah, Miss Connie, yeah, no doubt, and, yeah. Uh, yep, and I had the store there in in 
in uh, Lane. Lane, yeah. And we met him through them, and anyway, and he said, well, so we knew Lane. And we happened to see him behind the scenes, and he had lost his wallet. And my dad, you know, said, well, can I help you? Know, can I, what can I do to help you? And he said, he said, I got some shafts I'll pay you for a hundred bucks. And we still got the shafts. <laughs> the maroon, the maroon red shafts. <laughs> that you still got them. Yep. Give a hundred dollar bill for them. How so, about that? And, uh, but that, and during that conversation, you know, he had said, you know, it's easy. And he was talking to me and Jeb. He said, it's easy. You just got to go get it. Yeah. If you want it bad enough, go get it. No doubt. It's how bad do you want it? No doubt. If you don't, if, if you don't want it, you're not going to get it. But if yeah. you want it bad enough, you're going to put in the work to go get it. Yeah. Love and it, if you Cody. Don't, then you didn't want it bad enough to get it. No doubt. No doubt. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So listen, I'm getting a hook here, but w- that it's a perfect. You you fed exactly what I was fixing in this thing with was. Um, you know what the, the 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 background to burning desire comes from? Cody, Holly, do y'all know what burning desire? The, you got a burning desire to win, a burning desire to succeed, a burning desire. What that boils down to is this way back when uh, this guy took his army to an island to compete against the, not compete but to beat these other people that were well battle. a battle they were going to battle and he and they, they they took their boats over there and they were outnumbered outmatched and so when they landed that captain or the the, the supervisor or whatever they are he burned their boats he had everybody to burn their boats meaning we don't have a way out of here that that's where burning desire comes from you you now we got to win because we can't retreat okay you have to want something so fucking bad it's white flame it's not nothing else it's that hot that burning desire to win is nothing else matters it's just this and 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 that's so the burning desire Burn your fucking bridge behind you, boys. When you nod your head, burn your fucking bridge behind you. You know, disable your fucking car. You've got to win to fucking go somewhere else. you got to stay on to move forward. The burning desire to win is what Cody Hart lives in him and his brother J.W. Hart. You know what I'm saying? The burning desire. That's how you become successful is you have a burning desire and you burned every fucking thing behind you. You have to win because there's no way to go back. You can't retreat. You can't retreat. There's not another one. We have to win now. We have to win tonight. We have to stay on now. We can't retreat. The burning desire to win is 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 white hot. The white flame which is the hottest you got to want it more than fucking anything. I mean fucking anything and everything, right? And 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 so is does that make you selfish? Nope. That makes you a winner. That makes you a winner. Right, Cody Hart? You're absolutely right. I mean, if you don't want it, you ain't going to get it. It's like that third monkey going on the ark, man. And anybody that don't know the Bible, they only took two, a male and a female, each one of them going on there to say Save the whole, save the whole deal. Yes, whole population. That's that right. Was it. 
you got to fight like you're that third monkey That's right. on the ramp going up yes. the arc. And it's yes. starting to rain. There yes. is no tomorrow. There's no turning back. There but, is nothing That's right. else. This is your existence. That's right. You gotta make you gotta fight that hard. No doubt. And you gotta want it even more. That's right. And and Cody and, and I got a roll here, but I mean you, you you even talked about a little bit about uh and I think in that last podcast a little bit, but you don't have time to fuck off. It's now. It, you know what I'm saying? When you think I'll I, t- there's tomorrow, there there I'll, I'll do it later. I'll do it. I'll, if I had more time, I'll do it next year, next season. You don't. You have right now. That's all you got is right now. You, you know what I'm saying, right? You have to out. You have to outwork everybody. Yes. And when you're not working out, somebody else is. When you're not getting on practice pools, somebody else is. That's somebody right. else is perfecting their craft. Yes. When you're perfecting not, their craft. You have to outstanding. Outwork them and get at it. Outstanding way of words, Cody. Outstanding way of words, and 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 you're legit, man. You're a world fucking champion bull rider. When you had to outride the baddest motherfuckers out there, I mean, a herd of them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a herd of them motherfuckers. You had to outride them, and you did. And and you're you 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 speak with experience, and you do believe in bull riders, as I do too. And. uh and so hopefully we move forward and we can continue to create more bull riders. But it comes through thinking rank and riding rank and making bank and all that bullshit, right? But you got to believe in yourself and you got to, you know what? Question yourself. If you're, if you're, if you're half, if you're entering these rider fucking friendly events and you're just half assing it, question yourself. Do you really want to fucking be a bull rider? Because they'll take your fucking name and entry. I could call in and enter one of them motherfuckers right now and they would take my entry. Entry, right, and I'm I've not going to help that. Give a world champion buckle to a rider friendly event. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, guys, Cody, thank you fucking so much for sharing your you stories and your, your your knowledge, man. And man, guys, if if y'all if y'all, Cody Cody will work with you, man. Cody's he's a coach. He's a coach. You know what I'm saying? At, just like David Berry is. He's a coach. I'm a coach. Cody's a coach. He'll help you. Get in touch with him. He'll help you. He'll help you learn to ride bulls, and he'll also show you how to win. There's two different, that's two different fucking things. And, and he'll, he's got them both dialed down. So get, get in touch with him. Cody, thank you again. And, uh, we're going to rock and roll. I'm David Berry. You're thinking, you're listening, you're thinking, you're listening to the Think Rank. And until next Wednesday, Think rank. Make bank.